tonight, a special election episode from the podcast that brought you reviews of such stellar cinematic gems as Tammy and the T-Rex, Sanded with Muscles, and Bloody Bloody Bible Camp. We've selected five election-based movies for discussion, but first, this word from Charles. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Charles, keep going. We got to keep going here. But yeah, we got to keep going. Uh, 24 hour, 24 yeah, 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 hour yeah, cycle. Yeah. Well, we are going to definitely uh, be pretty apolitical tonight. We're not going to get too crazy. It's a big distraction for anybody that's stressed out about the election, whatever your political beliefs are. So that's the first thing you need to know about tonight. Yeah. I, I like that we chose election based movies. <laughs> to not talk about the election. Well, it kind of represents what <laughs> well, movies, movies can be, but it does, you know, it's not about the current. They're. And it's fictional U.S. elections. They're not, you know, based on yeah. any true things. Yeah. But we should do our names. I'm Mark. I'm Kelly. Go ahead, Micah. I'm Micah. And hey. I'm Charles. Yay. Hey. I, yeah, I don't know how to fit myself in there when it's four people, but whatever. <laughs> Welcome back, Micah. It's a, it's a podcast reunion. It is. Hey, it I'm is. here. I, it, t- it took me a once in a four year event to bring me back. And <laughs> can, can you describe what's going on behind you currently, Micah? What's uh, what's going on in the background there? It looks like a galaxy, doesn't it? It does. But it's actually it's actually chalk. It's a chalkboard. Oh, <laughs> yeah. He's got he's it's going a beautiful mind over there. A whole bunch there. of just like random <laughs> drawings back there. Your back is like to the chalkboard. That's awesome. Yeah, it actually is. It's it's. I'm in a I'm in a small area, so okay. that's cool. This is well, my it, this is my little cave. Just just talking, just talking. You know, um, yeah. So the fictional U.S. movies tonight, because uh, we uh, like I said, we wanted to be a little bit of a distraction. Um, now, if if something happens because we are live, if something does go like if we hear a state goes to Trump or Biden or whoever, uh, then we will we will let you guys know. But for the most part, we're gonna not really talk about that. We're going to act like it's just not happening right now. Not that it's not important, but this is just kind of your alternate forms of entertainment tonight. So. I'm good with that. Yeah, so uh, if we're starting chronologically, well, first of all, let's talk, the movies are um, The American President, Wag the Dog, Primary Colors, The Contender, and The Purge Election Year. Uh, so if we're going chronological, we're going to start with The American President. Um, anyone have the synopsis on that? Because we didn't really discuss who's going to read what. But can I can I just say this too? As uh, not only a guest on here, but a um, a fan of the podcast, I'm just so glad to see that you guys are 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 back together after uh, after the torture porn episode. <laughs> <laughs> yes, things were things were sounding a little rocky there for a yeah. while. <laughs> I actually really liked that episode. It went smoother than I thought it was going to go. So oh, uh, maybe not for Kelly, but I don't know. <laughs> as smooth as the blood flowing forth from all of the. I think what was the worst one in that list? Was it the uh, was it oh. blood, blood sucking freaks? Yeah, by yes. far, no doubt. That's okay. That's yeah, I watched that. the Charles. I watched the trailers of all of them. Uh, like as as uh, uh, as y'all were uh, talking about them, and uh, I watched the full blood sucking freaks trailer. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah like Mark yeah. said, it's 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 an, it's an R rated trailer. It's a it's yeah, a very and, explicit. And two minutes and thirty seconds was good enough for me. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, it's it's a it's a bad movie. There's no way around that. So, eesh. and honestly, the trailer is a pretty good representation of the entire movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a it, yeah. 
And, and, and I went back and looked at the curse. Like, it, it really is like a lot of the people in it died like really young and not too long after that movie was made. Like, it's, just, it's, it's kind of weird the way that happened. That guy, uh, the the guy that was, was Ralphus, um, he was actually in Return of the Jedi. He played an Ewok in it. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh. So one little thing I That's forgot to mention. Nice. But all right. American president. So who's got the synopsis? Did we stall one? I've got this one. Okay. Yeah, I've got one here. What if okay. none of us had looked one up while we were stalling? A widowed U.S. president running for re-election and an environmental lobbyist fall in love. It's all above board, but politics is perception and sparks fly anyway. All right. Uh, this is the trailer. The president has asked me to convey to you that he's sending his energy bill to the floor with a call for a 10% reduction. The president's expecting our full support. Yes, he is. The Sydney. president's dreaming, AJ. The president Sydney has critically misjudged reality. If he honestly thinks that the environmental community is going to whistle a happy tune while rallying support around this pitifully lame mockery of environmental leadership, then your boss is the chief executive of Fantasyland. Good morning, Mr. President. How are you today? I couldn't be better. My apologies for the interruption. Mr. President, I don't know what to say. I'm speechless. All evidence to the contrary. What would happen if I called Sydney Wade and asked her to be my date at the state dinner on Thursday evening? The president can't just go out on a date. I'm having dinner at the White House. I'm having lunch at the Kremlin. I don't know what happened. One minute I was calling him a mockery of an environmental leader. The next minute I had a date. She didn't say anything about me. Well, no, sir, but I can pass her a note before study hall. Would you like to dance? Yeah, I guess. I mean, yes, sir. I'd love to. Never mind that she is the hired gun of an ultra-liberal political action committee. And never mind that his 12-year-old daughter is sleeping down the hall. Lucy, are you okay with this? My having dinner with a lady? Dad, it's cool. Just go for it. In the past seven weeks, 59% of the country has begun to question your family values. This poll doesn't talk about my presidency. This poll talks about my life. I, I gotta nip this in the bud. This has catastrophe written all over it. Sydney, the man is the leader of the free world. He's brilliant. He's funny. He's an above average dancer. Isn't it possible our standards are just a tad high? and that was The American President. My first comment is the kind of vanilla title of this movie. What do we call this movie? It's about an American president. Um, I don't know. The American President? <laughs> it was a very 90s movie. Yeah, I yeah. think so. <laughs> I like this movie. It's, to me, it's like, it, it doesn't really wow me, but... It has the rewatch factor. I enjoyed it, it, it enough. It's like a nice movie. It's a nice 
romantic drama. Um, yeah, it, 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 it doesn't have, it like kind of lacks a certain specialness, but I think it's still pretty good. It's a, it's a good cast. I think the uh, the script, the Aaron Sorkin script is amazing, and I think the um, the performances are all really good. Um, it's a Rob Reiner film. I, I generally love Rob Reiner films. I think he's a really, really good director. Uh, I mean, the only thing that, you guys say it's a 90s film, and there's part of that um, in the overall storyline, because it's kind of, it is a little bit weird with, a, you know, a man in a powerful position kind of asking a woman out randomly. That that kind of, in our, in our culture today, it kind of strikes me as kind of weird they treat it very light with kid gloves almost and that's the whole premise behind it but I, but overall i do really like it i think it's a i think it's a really good movie with some really solid performances some really witty dialogue yeah i love i mean i'm a huge fan of west wing and this obviously was seemed like the uh, you know precursor to that series and you even have martin sheen in this movie who plays the president in uh, in west wing but uh the script is really well written and they they i think seamlessly kind of married the love story with the presidential story pretty well i thought there were one too many gags where he realizes he's the president you know he's like why can't i order flowers oh i'm the president and why can't i just do this with the oh i'm the president did you get that that view <laughs> that and yeah. the, the, the my, my only other problem was the richard dreyfus character uh, I mean, dude, he's so evil in the back room. Literally, it's just a bunch of guys smoking cigars in the back room. And, well, <laughs> and, and when we talk about the contender, that was that's kind of an issue I have with that movie as well. So we'll get into that. Yeah, and, uh, and Richard Dreyfuss says, "What is it? The Christmas line? It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas." He says, like, "As creepy as he can when he finds out he's got a girlfriend." <laughs> like, okay, Republicans are evil. We get it. Yeah, it actually makes me wonder, uh, are there any movies where the Republicans are the good guys in these? Or is it just, is it kind of like British people in movies are always the bad guys and they always play like German bad guys too, like like, uh, Die Hard? I don't know. Well, that's one thing I liked about uh, (laughs) House of Cards. (laughs) You don't ever really have true Germans like playing German bad guys. It's always British people doing accents. Yeah, I, I liked in House of Cards that the that Kevin Spacey's character was was a Democrat and he was obviously the the evil guy. Yeah, yeah exactly. But he's also it's the protagonist too, so it's kind of I don't know. Well, yeah. But I just I really do wonder. Like uh, I I can't think of any off the top of my head that it's like a clear Republican was the good guy. I don't know. Kind of interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mean, uh, oh, I know one. Um, uh, Lincoln. The movie Lincoln. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, yes, that's true. I think he I think he was the good guy in that, if I, yeah. if I remember it correctly. That's true. Touche. Touche. Uh, that is a good movie. That was actually one of the ones we talked about possibly picking for this, but uh, we narrowed it down to elections. So. so what did y'all think about the ending line? I thought that was beautifully written with the Rose Garden, where they like – because I – I could tell they had led up to it the whole way through the film when he keeps trying to buy her flowers. And at the end, he's, you know, he get, delivers that last little punchline before he walks away from her. I, I like it. It's, it's, it, it seems a little cheesy. It was a little knows, cheesy, but, but that's what I like. It hit but it me. Works. I was like, but it yeah. works. Yeah. Yeah. 
kind of like a little Nicky, right? Like it's a little yes. cheap. Like his performance it's, is a little over the top, but it works. It's, it's really... exactly like that. I really think you're going to pick Adam Sandler movies someday, aren't you, Mark? You keep like just <laughs> threading that needle a little bit and getting it ready for us. So, yep. I oh my gosh, Mark! I I had a patient the other day who came in with her husband, and he I don't know how we got on on Adam Sandler movies, but. <laughs> He was like, oh, I love Adam Sandler. And did you see this? Did you see that? And he and I were going back and forth and like, yo, yo, yeah, that one's okay. And then his girlfriend was like, I really hate when Adam Sandler does all those crazy voices. And I was like, you should not watch Little Nicky then. And she was like, I hate that movie. And we, we really bonded over our hatred for Little Nicky that day. So they, it's the it's the movie that just keeps on giving. It brings people together. Have Truly. you guys watched uh, Hubie Halloween yet? No, 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 but I've heard it's pretty much the same type of Adam Sandler. I, I haven't watched it either, but I, I wanted to watch it. I, I've actually kind of enjoyed some of his Netflix movies. I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy on that. So, <laughs> Hey, as a parent of young children, um, the Hotel Transylvania trilogy is actually quite good. I like those Enjoyable. movies. I really do. Yeah, yeah those, are good. those are good. Anyway, should we, should we move on? We're... So back to election movies. <laughs> yeah. All right. So uh, uh, anything else you guys want to talk about the American president? No. Oh, I love Annette Bening in this. She did a great job. Uh, yeah, she did. American Beauty is one of my favorite movies, and she's, of course... Did she win the Oscar for that? I think she did. No, she didn't. She actually... Uh, what's her name? Hillary Swank beat her. And what's funny is that um, they were nominated again, and Hillary Swank beat her again the next time they were both nominated. Oh, wow. For a Million Dollar Baby? So, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, she won it for a Million Dollar Baby and uh, Boys Don't Cry. Um so I don't think she's actually won an Oscar, but both times she's been nominated, Hillary Swank won. Well, yeah, but I thought she was perfectly cast in this movie. Yeah, she's yeah, like, and they actually had really good chemistry. Um, mm-hmm. they, yeah, everything about it. like the performances were just spectacular. They they're what elevate this for me. I mean, the dialogue's great too, but it's just the you know I, I really like Michael Douglas in this role. It's 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 a great role for him. So oh yeah, he's perfect. And he he doesn't have as much of that. Kind of squidwardy quality. <laughs> squidwardy quality. <laughs> yeah, sometimes you know. When this is also '95, it's coming off of his run of um, disclosure and um, basic instinct. His his yeah. like I guess you can just call it his softcore porn <laughs> run. You know, this is right right after that. What, what would Kelly call that? What did what was what was her topic that yeah. I said was basically softcore? <laughs> Or erotic thrillers. What was it though? What did you really call it? I think neo noir, right? That was just that. But they were erotic thrillers, but (laughs) including Basic Instinct. Yeah. (laughs) Body of Evidence. I forgot about that movie, and I remembered it the other day. Like man, Mm, Madonna. (laughs) Okay. Well, should we go on? Was Micah going on? Was he reading something? Was he or no? Oh, yeah, I was looking how old was uh, Michael Douglas when uh, he made that. He was he was almost he was about fifty when he made hmm. American President. Hmm. Yeah, not Basic that's Instinct. True. I wasn't looking at. Oh, either way, I like Basic Instinct. I don't hate that movie. Um, all right, okay, so then let's go on to Wag the Dog. Anybody have a synopsis on that one, or should I go ahead? And do I it? do. I'm I'm ready. Go ahead, man. Go ahead. Quick fire. Shortly before an election, a spin doctor and a Hollywood producer join efforts to fabricate a war in order to cover up a presidential sex scandal. All right. And here is the trailer. 
There's a crisis in the White House. What's the crisis? And the president's top advisors have been called together. Oh, jeez. The sexual misconduct occurred inside the Oval Office. With the election only days away, how much will this scandal affect the outcome? The president spent the weekend pressing the flash. He wasn't campaigning. He was dating, actually. Now, Washington's top spin doctor. We can distract the press for 11 days till the election. I think we got a chance. Has an idea. We can't afford a war. We're going to have the appearance of a war. But he can't pull it off without Hollywood's top producer. Uh, do I know you? We have some mutual friends in Washington. Why come to me? We want you to produce. You want me to produce your war? Not a war. It's a pageant. We need a theme, a song, some visuals. We need, you know, it's a pageant. New Line Cinema presents... How close are you to this? What do you want the kid to say? All the spectacle. I know we're all concerned for the president. I know we're all concerned for the president. I know uh, that we are all concerned for the president. He didn't, he didn't sell the line. All the drama. The president's going to go to war with Albania in about 30 minutes. Albania's hard to ride. These are chips. We need it for the armed position on the screen. It'll be a kit, and we'll punch it in later, right? And all the effects of real war. Okay, put the, the village behind her. Give me some sound of screaming. Without the casualties. America has seldom witnessed a more poignant picture. They the same process with the last Schwarzenegger movie. You're the man. Albania, Albania. That rhymes. I can't believe it. We forgot a hero. It's like we sent him the Christmas card and we left out the what do you call fruitcake. There you go. Sergeant Schumann, if I may, welcome to history. How are you? Anybody want a beer? Because I could party. When it's cooking, it's cooking. From Academy Award winning director Barry Levinson. When this goes national, I get to put it on my resume? Actually, no. What, what could they do to me? Take him home to your house and kill you. Academy Award winner Dustin Hoffman. This is politics at its finest. Academy Award winner Robert De Niro. How would you like an ambassadorship? That's my pay off. Hell, I'd just do it for a story to tell. Oh, no, you couldn't tell anybody. I'm just kidding. No, I mean, <laughs> no, I mean, couldn't tell No, no, no. It's just a, it's a, it's, it's a pageant. It's a pageant. That's what it is. Wag the dog. When the fit hits the shan, somebody's going to have to stay after school. And that was Wag the Dog. Uh, Wag the Dog. This was a weird movie. I had never seen it. And I was kind of excited because I thought, oh, this will be really apropos of, you know, media controlling so much. But I, I don't know. You didn't I don't find know. it was like, well, I mean. The way they covered it was a little unrealistic to me. I think my main problem was we never heard any reaction from Albania, did we? Like, wouldn't Albania have said something at some point during all of these months of where at war with Albania? I, f- I feel like there was a moment in there where they said Albania was screaming their defense or something like that. And then everyone was just like, of course, they're going to. They're the enemy. Yeah. They're going to defend themselves. We don't care. America. <laughs> I love this movie. I don't know. Oh, man. I, I really do. This is, out of all these movies, this is probably my favorite one. Really? Wow. Well, yeah. Like, about really? It's, okay. I don't even it's, think it's, it's... The only I one think, that might be I close is sure The Purge. The, the, the Purge might be my second favorite. But go ahead. This, this one's definitely the smartest one. Like, the smartest take on it. You know, the American president is pretty straightforward. You know, it's just a love story tacked onto it. And Primary Colors is autobiographical. We'll get to that. But this one is really um, y- unique and original. And um, 
you could say fantastical, but at the same time, I wouldn't put this past, <laughs> you know, right. certain administration administrations. And especially nowadays, like I wonder like how much of it's even more true with the type of technology we can do and the effects. Like this is just, mm-hmm. it was barely like kind of fantasy at the time. And here it is like nearly 25 years later. So well, I really this was, wonder. This was actually even before the 96 election. Um, and it, all of this happened, like it was written, it was written, it was released and everything before the 96 election. Uh, and it, um, it, it's pretty, are pretty mirrored to what was happening with um, Bill Clinton. You talking about primary colors or wag the dog? What are we talking about here? No, no, no. Wag the dog. Wag the dog because there's really, a, you know, they're trying to cover up a sex scandal and uh, well, around the time that the impeachment was happening. I'm sorry, not not the election, the uh, impeachment. It was uh, before the impeachment of Bill Clinton. And gotcha. uh, um, he, when that was starting to take uh, pick up speed in, in the uh, in Congress with the impeachment, uh, Bill Clinton ordered a strike on somebody i can't remember but it was it was very like well you can't impeach a president president who's in the middle of possibly getting into a war with this other country and yeah i I didn't think of that but i i think it it toes the line between being like funny and serious like i think it's like you said it's really smartly written but it's also Mm -hmm. really funny too it's 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 a dark comedy not unlike like dr Mm -hmm. strangelove or something like that um, I really, yeah, really do enjoy it. I think the performances are amazing. I, the ending is pretty dark uh, with the little nod that De Niro gives the guy at the end mm-hmm. as, as Dustin Hoffman's walking out. Like, I just, whoa, like that just kicks it up a notch. You yeah. Know? Yeah, there were a lot of, I, I agree, it's a really successful dark comedy. There are a lot of moments. It, it kind of, it reminded me, the humor of it kind of reminded me of Fargo in a way in that Fargo is not like a slapstick dark comedy and neither is this. It's not overtly LOL funny, but it it's, there's a lot of kind of like, Oh, that was, that was clever. That was smart. Like little internal chuckle moments. Um, Woody Harrelson. I thought that whole thing was, <laughs> it was kind of crazy. And funny, and I like it. So yeah. I agree with everything y'all are saying, but to me, it like only got 80% of the way there. Like I could tell the tone they were going for. And I'm a huge fan of absurdist comedy and and dark comedy. Like I'm a huge catch 22 fan. And, but this, the, for, there were some weird part. There were some weird scenes where it kind of, they went into kind of a lull when they were, they were watching Willie Nelson's character play music. And, and I was wondering what's, you know, what was happening. And there were like some artful moments that just weren't artful enough for me, I guess. I don't know. Maybe maybe I need to rewatch it. So you you wish it would have skewed more, like kind of artful and like style wise and tone as for, as opposed to like uh, maybe. the comedic stuff. Know. Okay, there just what there wasn't. I don't I don't know. It didn't uh, it didn't get me all the way there. I, I wasn't all the way on board with with the way they they did everything. It's funny because like I. I, I, like I said, I, this is probably my favorite one from this list. And uh, when we get into like primary colors, like I, I feel like primary colors didn't quite get all the way there for what they wanted. I feel like this one very successfully navigated its way through and kept the tone. I, anyway, I, like I said, I really do like it. 
Well, what like one of the thing, one of my problems is the Dustin Hoffman character. Like I saw his thing coming from a mile away, and I hoped that I was wrong. Right when he was he was in the car and he was talking about wanting to get credit for everything, and I thought, oh no, is he gonna like, is he gonna, you know, shoot himself in the foot? And then he does, and I don't know. I felt like he, I felt like his character would have known better, but maybe not. I don't know. It's just funny because I, I, I mean, I knew that I, I was thinking that would could come as a possibility, but I didn't actually think they would go all the way through with it. So it's 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 interesting from that perspective. But yeah, I thought, but I thought it was the funniest out of all these movies, um, by far. Like, and I, again, when we get and talk to primary colors, like I don't know, I don't know, I don't know what kind of tone they were going for. Yeah. Oh, well, do you guys I want mean, to move on? We, yeah, should we move on to primary colors? It's next anyway. I'm good with that. You guys good? Yeah. All right. Whoa, what's that? I heard like a weird electrical hum. Uh, anyway, okay, primary colors. Who's got a synopsis for that? I've got one. Um, and it is short and sweet. A man joins the political campaign of a smooth operator candidate for president of the U.S. All right. And here is the trailer. I've never helped run a presidential campaign before. Neither have we. From Mike Nichols, director of The Birdcage, comes the story of a man. I'm going to do something really outrageous. I'm going to tell the truth. Who said yes to destiny. I'm going to win this thing. But couldn't say no. Apple fitta. Honey, please, popcorn. To anything else. Governor Jack Stanton seduced me. It is not true. Oh, I'm sorry. We've had some tough times in our marriage, but we worked them out. Our Jackie's done some pretty stupid things in his life, and he's got enemies. Well, this has to be handled just right. Just right. I'm going to want to sign confession. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, mister, you're about to become Mrs. Okay, okay, okay. Ain't this just great? Universal Pictures presents John Travolta. What's he governor of again? Emma Thompson. Jack Stanton could also be a great man if he weren't such a pompous, disorganized, slime-sucking, psychotic. Get me out! You just threw the phone out the window. Primary Colors. Does this guy have a chance in hell? No. What? Screenplay by Elaine May. All right. That was Primary Colors. And, uh... My first comment is that it bothers me that red, white, and blue are not the primary colors. <laughs> and the fr- opening scene is the te- is the American flag over there. The you know, it it, it, yeah. it really took me a long time to realize the pun of the title. Like I, yeah, the like I, primary, I did yeah. never put it with a primary. Like until like very recently, like when we started talking about these right. movies, I was like, oh, it's like <laughs> yes, because again, this is another movie that I saw twenty years ago before we rewatched right. it for this, and it's like, oh, okay. Yeah, this this was interesting. This movie was really interesting because John Travolta is just really a bizarre casting choice. Like I, I was I felt jarred at the beginning of it and was like, I don't know about because I agree with you, Charles. I couldn't tell the tone they were trying to strike with because his his he did a decent Bill Clinton, I, I guess. But like something about the way he holds his face and his smile makes him just look. I don't even know how to describe it, but I, I couldn't get on board with it. But then I sort of fell into it as the movie went on, the two hours and 23 minutes that, that the movie unfolded. But by the end, I, I thought it was, I liked it more than I thought I was going to. And I really liked the supporting characters. I, I thought Kathy Bates was awesome in it. 
she had a lot of um yeah i agree her scenes toward the end were real were just a gut punch i mean she delivered them so rawly and so passionately i, yeah. I was surprised by how effective those scenes were i actually think i think without kathy bates this movie doesn't work at all like it's no, i yeah. feel like she's the glue and the connective tissue and the storylines that holds it all together because yeah, totally. i actually like the first half of this movie like especially before she gets in it I just don't like it at all. And and part of it is it's that weird tone where I think it wants to be this silly comedy, but it's trying to tackle these serious things and it it doesn't gel for me at all. Um and and, and John Travolta is a big part of that. I just did not like his character. Um, you know, because he's kind of the it's it's a caricature of Bill Clinton. It's almost like what right. Saturday Night Live would do with Bill Clinton. Um even though it's yeah. not really Bill Clinton, it's just it's clear but it clearly is. Um but I it, the the part that really gets me is like Billy Bob Thornton when he's brought on and one of his first scenes he unzips his pants and and exposes himself to a staffer and they treat it just like it's a joke like they treat it like oh ha ha this guy's so crazy this lady made a quick joke about him and it's moved on it's like like wait a minute like that's Billy Bob Thornton's one of the I guess good guys in this movie trying to help on the campaign you know he's presented as the smart one in a lot of ways and um, I just Again, it comes back to 25 years later in today's culture. Like that, see, that would not fly. Yeah. That wouldn't be in a movie today. And if it was in real life, he would have been arrested on the spot and the whole campaign would have been thrown out. I mean, truly, like, and and for good reason. I just, that just, that bugged me. Just, just the, it just felt lazy and then the jokes just didn't work. And yet, Kathy Bates, she had a lot of energy on screen, and then, and I, I think her story was fantastic. Her storyline, the way it worked into it, and mm-hmm. uh, and 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 that makes every character that much better. The main guy Henry, it it makes the John Travolta character that much more tragic because you you kind of realize like the whole point of him was that his persona is he's lying to you as the audience member, and he's kind of trying to win you over on his side to you know it, so. I, I get it that they were trying to kind of show the the humor and the fun of it and at the first half and then expose the really the ugly truth behind it the ugly belly of it in this in the second half I just I just don't think it works overall for me and it's a, this was probably uh, this is probably my least favorite out of these movies if I'm being honest so yeah else like yeah nothing. we. Well, no, I was, I've, I've got a lot. So John okay. Travolta, I think we've talked about, I think we talked about this with Bruce Willis. I can't remember which movie, but like, I can't tell if I think John Travolta is a good actor or not. He always seems like hit or miss. Uh, I know he gets made fun of for Battlefield Earth or whatever. Is that what it was called? Battlefield Earth? Yeah. Uh, but any, but anyway, so yeah, I felt that was an odd casting choice, but he did really well winning, you know, winning me over with, with these very Bill Clinton-esque lines. Uh, and to your point, Charles, I feel like they should have brought in Kathy Bates from the beginning and really built the relationship um, between her and um, I wrote I wrote the actor's name down. Uh, Emma Thompson or who? No, the uh, the campaign manager. Oh, Henry. Oh, Adrian Lester. Yeah, Adrian Lester's character, Henry. So I feel like they should have built that relationship because by the time they took the road trip together to go find out the the information it felt odd that they were in the car together and kind of bonding and kind of not bonding. And um, 
so I, I feel like they should have leaned on Kathy Bates more uh, to, to carry some of this movie. Um, yeah, I, I, like- I, to that, to that, I actually think you could have gotten rid of the um, Billy Bob Thornton character and the oh yeah and yeah. the Maura, Maura Tierney or Tierney however you say her name. I don't think not that they're bad in the movie per se, but if you got rid of their characters, Kathy Bates more. I, I don't know. I think it could have been a lot better. Yeah, you could consolidate them into mm-hmm. into her character and Adrian Lester. The Henry Henry just felt really naive or not not even naive, but I couldn't really get behind his character arc like he should have known better from the beginning i guess he seemed too idealistic at the beginning and then he never by the end he's supposed to feel more seems like a little bit more disenchanted um but i don't know he i don't know i didn't like like this movie didn't make me like him well and i don't like his performance i i think he was kind of the weakest out of all of them to be honest it's kind of like deadpan yeah just sarcastic the whole time and i wondered because he's he's a He's a British actor. He's doing an American accent. His American accent's fine, but I do wonder if that played into it, where he's yeah. the way he's talking is influencing him, and it's very milk toast and monotonous and all that. There's no, yeah. there's not a lot of inflection in everything he says, even when he's supposedly like angry. But okay. having said that, though, I do love the ending. Now, again, it makes you feel kind of awful um, what happens, but. You know, I, I'm not even talking about necessarily with the Kathy Bates thing, although that's part of it. But just the last shot of the movie, I think, is pretty brilliant. And uh, and but again, that doesn't feel like a comedy. It doesn't fit the the first half of the movie at all. So makes me makes me almost think that they they worked backwards from an ending and figured out how to get there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the mo- sorry. Go ahead, Micah. It looks like you've got. I didn't watch this one. <laughs> <laughs> well, never mind. Oh, good keep that's a good point. <laughs> I agree. Point taken. Yeah. I agree with Micah. It was, it, it, it was too dang long. <laughs> it was really long. Um, well, I was going to say, Back so with, shadow now. With, Hillary, with the Hillary Clinton character played by Emma um, Thompson, I always want to say Emma Watson. Anyway, Emma Thompson, um, well, it's so interesting having been through the 2016 election because she's the most in this movie, she's the most um, relatable character. And you kind of feel a little bit bad for her for being married to Bill Clinton and having to deal with all of these, you know, he'd be such a perfect politician if he could keep it in his pants type thing. And she's got to sit there and listen to them, um, you know, strategize about about all of the women. Yeah. And uh, and so she's. <laughs> So I feel for her in this movie, but then having gone through the 2016 election, I'm like, oh man, Hillary, so yeah, so much baggage. Mm-hmm. I know we're not going to get political, but I had a friend at one of my friends who's a teacher. He said something really, I think, apropos of the 2016 election. He said both parties basically nominated the one person who might lose to the other. <laughs> like if anybody was going to lose to Hillary, it would have been Trump. But if anybody was going to lose to Trump, it would have been Hillary. Yeah. And so I anyway. Agree. But uh, that's all behind us. It's <laughs> all behind us, everybody. Wee. That was four years ago. We've been through so much since then. Uh, my favorite line in this movie, just to lighten it up a little Marcus bit, Marcus was Kathy Bates. pulling his face off as you say that. He's like... <laughs> <laughs> four long years ago. Got, got something on your uh, mind there, Micah? We've been watching a lot of Scooby-Doo. It looks like you were, he's about to reveal himself he to be. really does. <laughs> you meddling kids. Oh, no, my favorite, my favorite line in this movie was Kathy Bates. 
you wet fart of a human turd. <laughs> beautiful. I'm going to use that in the classroom. By, you know, as only Kathy Bates could. Yeah, she like I said, she was amazing in this movie. It truly that uh, God, I, 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 I think like I that scene where she kind of brings the, the stuff back. I just, I just, I love it. it it's so good. It hurts you. Like it really yeah. does. And, it, and that's the only reason that I don't just dismiss, dismiss this movie completely. Well, and then, right. but then right after, after she dies, spoiler, uh, and he talks about the letter she wrote at the funeral. Like you can see the machinations of, of him, um, like sounding authentic, even though he took her words out of, con- like, he he made it seem like this lighthearted thing when really she was like had been cut to the core by this so much that she you know well and since we are getting into spoilers a little bit um I again I I'll try to dance around it a bit but what he ends up doing at the end with the the information that she gave him he acts like he did it for her and he did a good thing but he still used it to yeah, yeah. hurt his political opponent he just didn't do it publicly like am I missing something he still did something. Fair, like wrong he didn't do what she would have wanted him to do because i'm sure she wanted him just to get rid of it right bury it ignore it yeah it, right am i missing something there like he acts like he did a good thing no i no i think he like did a cop-out version of you know he, he didn't do the worst choice that he could have made and so he i guess he thought that was okay that was good enough well, and on so on this point, and this will lead us kind of into the contender, unless you guys have anything else major to say. I I feel completely disenchanted watching some of these movies because I'm like, I don't believe anybody acts like this in politics ever, right? Like the Kathy Bates, you know, you know, I don't, I don't believe anybody has ideals, um, and so maybe that's just my well, but, you know. But okay, but do, in do you think? Do you think exactly? Do you think twenty years ago, more than twenty years ago, when this movie came out, do you think? you would have believed it then is it a product of its time now that it's you know that kind of thing that's it's a hard question because i would have been younger and more naive then too but um I don't, I don't know what the mood was like for adults back then but i know i mean i know politics has always had a bad rap and there's always been muckraking and mudslinging but but uh i don't just some of these lines like especially an american president and in the in the next movie the contender i'm just like people don't stick to their values this much <laughs> I don't know. They should, but uh, but I just don't. I, it's just hard to imagine this in real life. Yeah, it's kind of a depressing thought. But one last thing, real quick. Um, I I did I did notice that Kathy Bates was nominated for Best Actress for a supporting role for this. Nice. She oh. didn't win, but I thought that was yeah. That was nice. I don't was anybody else. I think she was the only one right nominated for acting. Yeah, it was the other nomination was for best writing screenplay based on material previously produced or published. Is it Elaine May? Is that mm-hmm. it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, but yeah, no, it's that again. Without her, this movie just falls apart. So yeah. I think. Yeah. All right, you wet fart of a human turd. Shall we move on to the contender? Let's do the contender. And I think Micah, are you going to do the synopsis for this one? I've got the synopsis. Yeah. All right, let's do it. Very long. Here we go. Uh, Senator Lane Hansen is a contender for U.S. Vice President, but information and disinformation about her past surfaces that threatens to derail her confirmation. And here is the trailer.
nominated Senator Lane Hansen to fill the vacancy left by the death of the vice president almost three weeks ago. It's the job of you two to make sure that that confirmation gets through. I'm not confirming a woman just because she's a woman. Brendan is going to come after you with all guns blazing. Can we have for basic fairness? Of course you can. All right, that was the trailer for The Contender. The Contender. Ah, yes. This movie took me by surprise because I had no idea what it was about, and I just started watching it. And then uh, when the sex scandal stuff happened, I was like, oh, that's that's the direction we're going. But mm -hmm. I think it's it's a really good conversation. Like, it's a really good discussion of, you know, this. And the way she handles it makes you realize, oh, yeah, it really kind of doesn't matter at all what happened when she was in college. Like whether or not it happened, I don't know. It's it is it, you know it's interesting. This one I saw a long time ago, you know, and it it's uh it it didn't hold as much weight as it does today, you know. Because uh, I think also you know from the view of when it came out, you know, I was in my early twenties, so it done. You know, it, it, that wasn't something that really was a, um, a, a a reality to me. But with all the hearings that have gone on, and 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 um, I mean, the one I I kept flashing back to, you know, when I was doing research on this, was the Brent Kavanaugh hearing. You know, it's like dragging out all the details of your past and. You know, is that how does that affect the person who you are? There's a lot of, you know, a lot of questions that surround that. Yeah, I this I I, I really really liked this movie. I I didn't know what to expect, like you guys are saying, but I felt like it was at once realistic and idealistic too. Because I mean, especially in those early scenes when um, Hansen is about to be appointed by the president for the vice presidency. 
and they, they throw her all these little softball qu- they're like oh oh you look so nice oh is that what you're gonna wear you know it, it's like all the little the tiny little things about women in politics and women in the spotlight in general that are just like a like you would you go to a man and be like oh you look so nice oh is that the suit you're gonna wear like prob- probably not you know I, I just you know they, they, they didn't really hit her with any kind of meaty important questions i mean like how are you I, I i don't know and so then but then as the movie went on it was kind of frustrating to see because she was almost like um her character was very reserved and she really stepped back and let all these men around her pull all the strings and she sort of at first i, I felt like she was a little bit cowed by them and she was just going to play along with whatever they wanted but then as the movie went on and on she really held her ground almost to a frust I, I, I don't know I mean I, I, there's stuff I want to say about the end but I don't really want to say it because I don't I think the end is so good and I don't want to spoil it for anybody but um it is Michael like you were saying such an interesting conversation like she she really stood by her guns and it doesn't matter whether what I did it, it doesn't matter whether it happened or not you shouldn't be asking me this question and it comes it's like how, how much how much weight should something that happened 20 years ago hold today? No one's really the same person they were. Um, and, and I, I don't, I did you, you hear constantly about men with their sexcapades and, and you, she says something, I think the quote is something along the lines of, you know, nobody cares how many sexual partners a man has, but they care how much a woman has. And, and I don't, I think that's true to an extent. I don't think it's completely true because I think, you were mentioning the the Kavanaugh hearings, Micah. Like I, I think people yeah. still sling mud for for male candidates as well. But it, oh, I I I just don't know. It was it, I had a lot of complicated thoughts and feelings while watching this movie. But at the end, I was like, "You go, girl. You stick by your, you do it." <laughs> when I that, that's kind of what I, that was kind of Micah. I was just like, nobody that I know of would do what she did in right. her position. You know what I mean? And that's the idealism like yeah. the, <laughs> that's that, that's what yeah. i don't i don't know if anyone could be that resolute in the face right. of so much just well that's what's crazy so i i've got this i've got this like suspicion that there are other ways to do things successfully than the way the political machine has like trained politicians to do things like when the was it jeff bezos who had the sex scandal and somebody tried to blackmail him and he was just like, no, nah, I'll just be public about it and you know, like admit to it and move on. And, you know, now we don't have any, you know, it's like when David Letterman did the same thing, like you, you can just face these things head on or you can just say, no, I'm not going to answer about college rumor about, you know, and she just doesn't she just sticks to her gun. So, yeah, it was heroic to watch in the context of the movie. But when I and, and, and so, you know, when we were putting this list together, I. I push for this movie mostly because it's possible we'll have the first female vice president after this election. And I just thought that was an interesting thing. That's what this is about. Um, I, I don't think, um, I don't think Kamala Harris has had, you know, the, anything this lady had to go through. Um, so, but I, I do. I like the conversation points this movie makes. I do think it's a man is treated much more, friendlier and all that but then politics himself have have just kind of devolved you know the Brett Kavanaugh thing for one but I 
I, I it's, it's just an interesting, interesting movie. I think some of it's a little over the top. I think we're talking about like Gary Oldman is awesome in the role, but he's an evil Republican villain. Not unlike the Richard Dreyfuss character, and he's much more evil in this movie. I mean, they're sitting the, around the room. The, and, uh, the most uh, gross-looking hair they could find, the most oily, like thinnest on top, but yeah. still growing out. Like, come on, guys! But that's what I mean. As somebody they, whose hairline's a little thin, I'm starting to feel they, attacked because here. they make him so over the top. Yeah, are like an evil way. Oh, he is. <laughs> but, yeah. but because they make him so over the top, it almost like diminishes the reality of, of what of this thing actually happening in real life. Because it's very possible these things would come out and they would. You know, use it to keep women, whatever, from getting higher offices. But I, so the, I, I think it, I think it hurts the film overall. That even though he's great in the role, I think it's just too unrealistic, um, a too too scene chewery there kind of thing. Uh, but but yeah, I also I don't like the whole twist with um, the William Peterson character. Uh, I think that's too too simple, too kind of deus ex machina kind of thing i, I just think it, it didn't need it i don't think you really needed any of his character to have made this um a good yeah, solid it, movie right i mean it, it seemed odd and it seemed odd to start the movie with him in the boat right right and it and wasn't about him at all it was because kind of oh, they, they, start, they yeah. used it you know they used it oh this is why you can't because it's going to be too much like what happened with ted kennedy and so i, I it's like he there was no reason for any of it. I just, I just don't get it. Um, and that, that just, that came out of nowhere, and I didn't like that part. Um, and also, I should mention Jeff Bridges plays the president, and you know he was just diagnosed recently with leukemia. So I hope, oh, geez. I hope he's that. doing okay. Um, I've been kind of following him on social media, so um, we'll see. Because I think he's a fantastic actor, and I think he's great in this movie. So, yeah, so can I ask, did anybody pick up on, maybe this is just me, when he was talking with her at the very end at, and finding out what really happened, there was a split second where I thought he was going to make a move on her. And I didn't yeah. know if that was intentional, uh, but it I thought that was that, genius. I agree that even the way they were sitting and they got really close together and kind of, it yeah. seemed like that. Mm-hmm. I agree. It did. And I thought, is this where this is going? No. And then they did. I was like, okay. But I like that they put that in there because you do have, you know, a man in a position of power and and all of that. Yeah. I mean, if this were the American president, he would have asked her out. I mean, that's, yeah. that's again, that's what I, that's the one thing I didn't like about the American president. I think it's like kind of a man using his power. But again, I. Well, that's why you have power, Charles, to use it. Why would you? Yeah. Why would anybody want power if you were supposed that's to right. use it? <laughs> that's right. Uh, but 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 yeah, wait wait I just... wait I, I don't, okay never mind. I don't uh, go, go ahead go ahead now I like I think they handled it really well in the American president with him not coming off as abusing the power or using it to intimidate her to do yeah anything. I don't I, I agree I they they did that. handle it well it's just it it started out for me I'm like oh this is a little weird um, especially there him, were like, a couple I, scenes where I thought oh the the power dynamic is you know well him having to use the FBI to get her phone number or whatever I thought that was a little. A little too much. <laughs> the movie writes it off as kind of charming and a quirk, yeah. but it's just, hmm, I don't know. But but in this movie, I just, I I don't know. I just, I didn't, I don't love this movie as much as you guys do. I think it's an interesting conversation thing. I think, I think women definitely get treated like this a lot more than even people that support them realize they do. Um, and it's like all the little little microaggressions and all the questions like you mentioned, Kelly, that a man would never be asked, let alone the big things that they're asking in the thing. It's just, I think we've gotten to a point in society where 
it's it's more the polarization that it doesn't matter man or woman much anymore they're just going to try and use anything they can against you um yeah that's fair so um, but again that's not to say that i don't think women have it significantly harder trying to get into office and there's a reason we have yet to have a female vice president or president so um i i think this is an important film in that regard i just i just wish they'd been a little more realistic with their villain and and a little more realistic with her instead of having her be so like black and white a little more nuanced i think could have helped it be a, a much better film and probably well known more well known because i don't i don't think you know, I said, most people i talk to have not seen this movie so yeah i never even heard of it but right. i was gonna say too they 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 invite the audience to judge her uh because the way we're introduced to her is she's having sex with her husband um, and so she gets the phone call like, oh, so this whole like, you know, and then and then the the allegation of what she did in college, like, oh, maybe she really is, you know, like a hypersexual person. And or maybe she could just be, you know, having had sex with her husband, which is a completely normal thing to do. Uh, and so I, I like that nuance there of the way they introduced her to us. And it's like we have to get over the that bias as well. And it should mm-hmm. be perfectly acceptable. Like, who mm-hmm. cares? Like, that should not be an issue. But, yeah. but the, you're right. That, that is a good touch the movie does. I do like that. And I, I mean, I do agree with you, Charles, that Gary Oldman is a little bit over the top. It didn't bother me enough to, to prevent me from liking this movie at all. But it was weird to see him as a villain. I, I mean, I'm sure he's been villains before, but I can only recall seeing him <laughs> as the white hat. And so it was odd to see Gary Oldman be so evil. He's he played a, a weird villain actor. in the the was sixth element, fifth element, the fifth element, fifth element. Yeah, where he was like, he had like the face thing on or something, and he had a weird accent. I yeah. completely forgot he was in that yeah. movie. And speaking oh of his God. accents, yeah. like he also had, in the professional Leon, the, the professional. Have you guys seen that movie? Yes, he has the Mm-mm. famous. It's his line that's the famous. Every give me everyone. Yeah, I, yeah. He does <laughs> he does accents so incredibly well because. Uh, I, I know, Mark, you'll probably say something about this, but but my wife, when she was watching this, she had no idea he's the same guy from Batman. And nice, part of yeah. that is because of his accent. Um, he, he Even though he's doing two different American accents, he does not... He fully embodies them, so he does not seem anything else but that character. Yeah, It's kind of amazing. And let us not forget his fabulous accent in The Scarlet Letter. <laughs> 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 yes. 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 And his fabulous swimming scene. Yes. It's, it's a little, little eye opening there. <laughs> Sorry, Micah. I don't know if you remember that episode. He did not look like an old man there, is all I'm saying. <laughs> Sorry, remember that. We promised entertainment on this election night. Yes, we did. All right, are we, on, are we moving on to the next one? Anybody else have anything yeah, to say? Yeah, let's, let's purge our system from that nonsense. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to read the synopsis for the... Uh, go ahead, Mark. Or Mike, I was going to say, speaking of purging, I'm going to have to purge myself from, oh. the, from the podcast. I'm sorry, i got to go. I He's been sacrificed. Podcast. Really? Yeah. They're always talking about the purge. Are you, are you... <laughs> yeah, right. Right when I'm talking about the purge. I've been purged. <laughs> have, you been, have you been drinking this whole time? <laughs> I have. 
Well, hello. <laughs> Why? Now that you ask, yes, yes, Charles. <laughs> Why, yes. All right. Uh, what nice was Chianti. Is that was a... good, yeah, to go with your liver and your fava beans, Michael. Yes. This is freedom juice. It was excellent to have you on, sir. Yes. Please come yes, back soon. Well, I'll see you all on the other side. All, all right. right. See you later, man. Bye. Bye-bye. Don't get murdered by those roving bandits. <laughs> uh, okay, well, so I guess I'll read the synopsis here. Uh, former police sergeant Barnes becomes head of security for Senator Charlie Roan, a presidential candidate targeted for death on purge night due to her vow to eliminate the purge. And purge. Purge. And purge. here is the trailer. We played a lot of purge games this evening. We have just one more. It's called Mommy's Choice. Which one of you will survive this year's purge? The soul of our country is at stake. The purge targets the poor and the innocent. The Senator's going to win. She's going to make real changes, too. It is a night that is defining our country. It's time to do something about that, Senator. The purge has to come to an end. You take a lot of risks, Senator. I have to. I was the only one in my family to survive. What do we do apply for this position? I almost did something on Purge Night some years back. I want this light gone. I want men in all these rooms. We got eyes and ears on everything. All right, let's begin. This is your emergency broadcast system announcing the commencement of the annual Purge. The siren, all crime, including murder, will be legal for 12 hours. Your government thanks you for your participation. Someone betrayed us. This is not a drill. Senator, come with us. You gentlemen understand what's at stake here. It is our duty to help protect her. Here they come. our souls. Join me as we eliminate evil. And that was the Purge election year day version. Was it election day? Election year. Election, election year. year. Yeah, this, man, I, I've never seen the the first Purge. Was this the second one in the series or has, the, have there been the third one? It's the third. Okay. So, what a ridiculous premise this is. And I was not able to suspend my disbelief at all throughout this movie. Uh, the fact that she, she like stays in her house, you know, she's running for president and the, the, her opponent is in favor of the purge. She's against it. She's like, no, I'm going to stay in this little apartment with a couple, you know, metal blinds and I'll be fine. Uh, was ridiculous. And then they just kept making bad choices throughout this movie that, that just took me completely out of it. 
I, uh, wasn't even- I, I, you know, I, earlier I said this is my second favorite. I was kidding. I, I don't, it's not my second favorite out of this list, but I don't hate this movie either. I, I, I think it's actually, it's entertaining. It's okay. The, the, the first one that I've seen so far, I think the first one's the best. And even that one I don't love, but, um, I think the idea is okay. I think it's an interesting, uh, sociological concept, right? Like, would people be better if they could purge themselves? I don't know. And it's, it's pretty terrifying, too. I mean, the concept is... The first movie takes place inside a, a house. Like, it doesn't get too far outside. And then, then the second, third, and... I had not actually seen the fourth one. But they, they mostly take place outside. So they show more of the mm. world and what it's like. And those cons... Those, the few shots in this movie when they're, like, driving through and they show, like, crazy, weird stuff happening... Those are some of the best in the movie because they're creepy and they're weird. And yeah. I wish they would have really, really expanded on that stuff to see some more of the costumes and the crazy things that were happening. I feel like in all the movies so far, we're we're kind of left with the most boring, mundane people. We don't get to see the craziness. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I feel like there should be a better balance of it. But again, I don't hate these movies. Yeah, okay. I, I, I don't the, the premise I was kind of interested in the premise I mean it is kind of a it is just like seems like a unique concept but I didn't really like this movie very much I didn't like any of the characters they all felt very flat to me nobody had any development whatsoever the way they all started is the way they yeah. all ended yeah. and it just made it hard to get really invested in anything that happened and I I didn't think it was scary I didn't I hated that the the this the whole plot line with the girl um, who wanted to come and rob the convenience store who was oh, the candy bar. Like, yes, I hated so that. Bad. That was she just kept mentioning I the candy was, bar. I was happy when they got away. They did away with that. I was like, all right, yeah. thank you. Yes, <laughs> that was. Really I was bad. just so over the top and awful. I can't even put my finger on what exactly <laughs> just rankled me so much about it. But I. Ugh. Well, the acting was terrible too. The acting was. was bad. The dialogue was cringeworthy and borderline offensive. And yeah, it was just bad. It was really bad. Yeah. I'm going to get my candy bar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mother trucker. And my thought was just throw her a Snickers or something out of the window and maybe she'd be fine. Yeah. Like it would be such a low cost. Yeah. <laughs> There's a so there's a short story called The Lottery by Shirley Jackson that uh, kept popping to my mind while I was watching this movie because it's about these uh, townsfolk have a lottery and they draw a name and the 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 anyway I won't ruin it but it's kind of similar to the premise of this movie <laughs> for any listeners who have who have read it. That's yeah uh, I haven't read that one but it's been on my to read list so I'm I'm interested to read it. It's really short. Uh, so. The, the other bad decision I had written down was the the store owner, they get to this super safe house, right? Where everybody's super safe and they're okay. And then the guy's like, all right, I'm going back to the, going back to my store now. And it's like, wait, what? Why would you go back? And then either they already ruined it or they, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and the whole thing, like his whole conversation with the insurance company the day before the purge, they're like, oh. That was... Yeah. They can't do this. They raise my raise my purge coverage rates. I'm like, and that just seems so improbable. Like they're gonna call you randomly in the middle of the calendar year to tell you they've raised. You. It just it didn't. I couldn't. Dis- well, dis- 
it's it's yeah i i get what they're doing as i'm sure you do as well but it just yeah. felt so forced and bad yeah that's the thing like the dialogue was bad and the acting was bad throughout this movie like i mean he's a good actor i've seen him in a lot of other stuff including like forrest gump and all that and it just i in fact that whole intro scene with him was so bad like all of it all of it yeah and these, these are supposed to be your your big characters that you're supposed to love and i don't know uh, uh, I didn't really like any of them, Mm-mm. and I and I don't really. I thought there was going to be more of a twist with the uh, the senator lady because they they opened up with you know and they showed this in the trailer earlier. They opened up with you know the, her family being killed, but I thought there was going to be some twist like she was in on it or something crazier, and there really wasn't. Yeah, right. It was not clever writing to, to you, Kelly's you guys, earlier point. Did you guys point. think there was going to somehow come back to that and there was going to be some twist? I thought. Well, to, I should have thought that, but it was so non, it was such a non thing at the beginning that they never mentioned again that I just forgot about that opening scene. In fact, when I was watching the trailer just now, I thought, oh yeah, that was a, that was a weird scene at the beginning. I mean, that's the whole her. thing. It's the motivation behind her wanting to right. do it. I get that, but it just, I don't know. Usually when a movie focuses that much and they put it in the very first scene to never come back to it ever again. Like I thought, okay, there's something from her past or she's really going to be one that wants to continue the purge. Like that would have been a much better twist to me, even if I predicted it, you know, but the fact that it didn't go anywhere and it's it's just, it just felt wasted, a wasted opportunity to do something cool or to, uh, you know, turn it on its head. I I don't know. Defy the expectations there maybe, but yeah, just very, very flat everything except some of those cool scenes. Like, I feel like this is one of those movies where they they have these, like, ideas of crazy things. Like, oh, we're going to put people in these you know, masks that light up and we're going to we're gonna do this kind of imagery. And especially this one being election year, we're going to do this kind of Americana imagery throughout it. And, and just, but not much thought went into the rest of it. it seemed to be. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, no, no, I agree. I mean, I, they could have, there could have been something there, but it just really didn't. Have you work. seen any of the other ones, Kelly? Mm-mm. No. Check out the first one, because the first one, I think, is... It's it's got Ethan Hawke in it. And uh, what's her name? Uh, Lena Headley uh, from uh, Game of Thrones. Um, oh, she, yeah. She's in it. So it's like the two of them, and it's... Um, it's it, Like I said, instead of being about showing the rest of the world, it's kind of showing one house and, like... What happens if your, um, you know, protection system can't protect you from the people trying to get in, kind of thing, um, mm-hmm. and that's cool. And that's actually that's the only thing that ties all of these movies t- um, together. The guy I can't think of his name, but it's in the van um, in this movie. It's the guy that they have like strapped down. They have to handcuff him to the thing. Yeah, he's he's in like at least the first three movies. Um, oh. He's like the main like supporting um, tying thread there, I guess. Okay. Um, but yeah. But anyway. So, but the first movie, like I said, I don't love the first movie, but I think there's a lot of interesting stuff, and it actually there's some good moments in it. I just think that the the just every film gets worse than the last one. So, <laughs> in this series, it's disappointing. Yeah. As as happens often. Yeah. But they make more money apparently. Like each one makes more money than the last, so it's interesting. Hmm. Now and now we know why they do it. That's right. Any well, other yeah, thoughts? I, I will. I'll, I'll check out the first one because I, I I'm interested in it. I especially if you say it's it's pretty good. Yeah, it's it's better. It's uh, like I said. I, I I it's not like my favorite movie or anything, but I think it's it's significantly better than these. 
it's just one of those the only problem I have with the first one really is that they make the characters start making really stupid choices and it's just like why are you doing it's kind of like it treats it like that kind of thing but but the premise I think is much more it's, it's better executed in that movie than it is mm-hmm. here so yeah alright guys you guys have any yeah. other thoughts about this movie no no I, I enjoyed these movies I, I more than I thought that I was going to not that yeah, I didn't think that I wasn't going to enjoy them but I just I'm not um you know, a big political person. I, I'm not that into election movies, which I forgot there was such a rash of political films in the nineties and early two thousands. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed this topic. Yeah. And I, and I picked the, I put the purge on there. You guys know we're talking about that was one I added the last minute. I just wanted something a yeah. little more contemporary because it is the yeah, most recent I, one. It's something that's a little, people may not think about you know, in terms of, um, being about an election, I just thought it was kind of a cool little fit, and and also, I mean, if we were putting these on the list, I, this would probably be our bad movie out of this mm-hmm. episode, I would say. So, yeah. Um, although I don't know, really know which one I would say would be the ugly, but maybe Primary That's Colors a, for me. I would call this one ugly. Really? Which, which would be your bad? Are any of these bad? Or is no, it I don't think they're any bad. I mean, I li- I, I, I was okay with Wag the Dog. I just, if I had to pick a bad, it'd probably be the Purge one. Hmm. Huh. All right. Um, so we, uh, Kelly and I have talked, I don't know if we talked about this, Mark, but we kind of, what we're going to do is. Uh, Say who we voted for? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah. But this but this, uh, this episode is going to be our only one in November. And then we're going to probably do one in the beginning of December, um, which is, I think, going to be Kelly's pick. I don't, I'm not trying to put her on the spot. Kelly, do you have any picks for it, for the next one? Yeah. Um- not yet. I, I've yep. got them cooking, but I'm not ready to announce. Okay. Yeah. But we'll, we'll we'll let you guys know that. But we're gonna just you know instead of doing a fifty fifty or here and there, we're gonna take off for Thanksgiving and for Christmas as well. We may do like a little mini episode in Christmas as well, like a special Christmas one. But so we'll 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 take off for that. So you probably won't see us again for another month. But uh, but we thought it'll give me uh, it'll give me just enough time to put the Christmas lights on the house. Awesome. How many I've got? It's gonna be good this year, Charles. Uh, I'm excited. I always like seeing your stuff. That, that reminds me of how we met. Um, but anyway, yeah, the... uh... <laughs> you're just gonna move. Past. I am. I am. I wasn't That's... sure. Well, I, I, there was we a at least delay. got it in there. There wasn't. There was a delay, and I wasn't sure if you were going along with me or not. On that. So it's just like... um, but yes, uh, I, I was gonna say that uh, Mark always has a very fantastic Christmas decoration. Uh, we just keep adding too. We just keep adding. Yeah. No inflatables. That's my one rule for Christmas decorations. No inflatables. It's a good rule. We had we had some for Halloween. I broke down and we bought the huge Mickey Mouse pumpkin for Halloween. But uh, I wanted to get one of those giant skeletons from Home Depot, but they were those look pretty sweet. They were sold out everywhere, and they were really expensive yeah. anyway. So, um, and I'm still. My wife actually made this shirt. It was for. Oh, nice. Oh, I it. think cool. we have a. I think we have your birthday gift. We haven't given you yet. That's oh. Jason themed. Oh, really? So, spoiler. Yeah. Oh, okay. Awesome. <laughs> I meant to give it to you like the day of the podcast or something, and then I completely forgot. So, Either happy way. birthday. Well, thank you. Thank you. Uh, awesome. Uh, but yeah, so that's that's kind of what we're doing for the next, so like I said, we'll we'll be back a month from now. Um, anything else you guys want to add or throw out? Um, I don't really, I haven't seen really much results coming in from the election, so yeah, I, so hope, I hope pretty this much is kind of a good distraction. Yeah. I just say uh-huh. uh, keep keep calm. Everything will everything will simmer down eventually. Yep. There might be some craziness in the next day or two. 
but uh, it'll all be okay. Yes, we'll get through it. Grab your go, go grab your constitution, your copy of the constitution, and hug it tight. We'll all be okay. Yes. Right, and Mark. your Fleming brand. Uh, <laughs> and your <laughs> Fleming Brown. <laughs> yeah. Fleming oh, Brown outro. Oh, oh, that's another thing. We may do a Sean Connery something soon. Oh, yeah. I guess he just passed away. So, yeah, passed away on Halloween. Here. All right. Well, you can catch us live on Facebook or listen to the replay on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and YouTube by searching Good Bad Podcast, all one word. Or head over to our website, it's just awesome.com. But wherever you check us out, please be sure to subscribe. It really does help. Thanks, guys. I have been Mark. All right. I have been Kelly. And I'm Charles. Have a good one, guys. Thanks, everybody. Bye.